I have a tech question, which is like, do you just record or do I need to do anything like record my audio separately or no. unplug it? I hit record. So whatever you say now will you be used against you. So that's great. Yep. Kevin, what is that shirt? It's my uh, Ted Lasso shirt. <laughs> you got a Ted Lasso shirt already? Oh, dude, that show's been on for a year. Come on. Did you get that shirt when you joined the commune behind you? This is my backyard. Have you ever been here? You've been here, right? No. Oh, you haven't? You're welcome anytime. I got to say, it looks like a fake background. I, it's real. It really is real. Yeah, it, it does look fake. fake. I thought it was fake. Come on. That's, that looks fake. Well, where's your hair? Oh. The green screen's cutting it off. Are there even lenses in your in your glasses? Or are you just sporting frames like a wannabe? Wait, I got to tell you, Alexis, your cat looking directly at you while you talk is awesome. <laughs> just, yeah, she will be on the recording. She purrs very loudly. She will show you all her butthole. <laughs> so will Ian. Ian yeah. will as well. So yeah. okay. I figured I wouldn't expect anything less. It's actually a segment we do. <laughs> yeah. Butthole of the week, and it's been you. Yeah. Yes, this butthole. <laughs> It's always you. Ian. It's always Ian. It's always Ian. Yeah. Spoiler alert. How are things out in sunny California? They're great. They're sunny. It's a little overcast today, which is actually nice for a change. What was your high today? What did you guys get up to? Today wasn't so bad. It was only like 75. We beat you. We beat them. But we were in the 90s. You know, it was like 97 a couple of days ago. So. Holy crap. Yeah. You beat us. Yeah. Where do you live? I live in a town called Rosemead, which is in the San Gabriel Valley, which is, it's, I tell people who don't know LA, but then people from LA will be like, what neighborhood? And I'm like, Rosemead. And they're like, oh, because it's like, it's one of the, you know how city people are? Yeah. yeah. We're like anywhere from 15 to an hour outside the city, depending on what time of day <laughs> you try to leave. Oh my God. And, uh. We have the best Chinese restaurants you will ever eat at because there's a huge Chinese immigrant population here in the like oh, cool. mess around. Yeah. It's That's cheap great. and delicious. So great. Is it Los Angeles? Like is that your mailing address or is it my mailing address would be Rosemead. Rosemead. Yeah, it would be Rosemead, but we'll bleep it out. Steve's actually just asking you what is your address. Okay. <laughs> I just want to know. Steve wants an invite I to the party. Uh, and your social security number for the check. Jesse, what's happening behind you? Because it looks like you started to do a Stranger Things motif yeah. and then gave up. Then you're like, forget it. The Christmas lights with the cat was, oh, forget yeah. it. Forget oh, it. It's yeah. too much work. Too much work. We just let him design now. He can put everything up that he wants. Hey, Jesse, where do you live? <laughs> I live in uh, Los Angeles. Bleep that out. Is that your mailing address? That's my mailing address. Just write it to Los Angeles and they will get it. They will find me. I don't find any of that funny because I have a different address. Like if you want to mail to me, because I do not get mail to this address. We live on what is considered a private road. It is not like there's nothing about it that's like fancy or anything, but we don't get mail. So we have a PO box Okay. and it makes shipping anything impossible. It made my driver's license a pain in the ass. And whenever, like, I'm dealing with anything, they go, uh, can we have your address? I always have to say, are you going to mail me something? And it sounds, like, very, like, confrontational on my part. I don't know. I might. What's your, what's your problem, dude? I haven't decided yet. Yeah, it's my question is, are you mailing me something or do you want to come visit? Because they're different addresses. What, where does Amazon deliver? 
to my office. Honestly, a lot of times I deliver stuff to my office because it's easier. Or my mom. Sometimes I even send stuff to my mom's. Is that how you do your voter fraud thing? You have two addresses? Oh, four. Yeah, I vote a lot. I vote, But that's because I also vote for the Green Party. I feel that's the only okay. way we're going to well, ever. Nobody cares about that. No. Yeah. Jill Stein, 2022, four, two, six, four. eight. It, it doesn't matter. Vote, vote each year. You don't even have to wait for an election to vote. You know? Yeah, just let her rip. Yeah. Get those votes out there. Wait, if, in case I don't edit this out, I am totally not affiliated with the Green Party at all. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Jill Stein. Just, just, edit, just edit that part out. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, this is Steve with the Punch Up Podcast. With me on this episode are Ian O'Shea. Hey, Steve. Jesse Preisendorfer. Hey, Steve. Kevin Reagan. Hey, Steve. And our storyteller is Alexis Simpson. Alexis, so good to see you. Steve and everyone. Hey. Hey, Alexis. Thanks for being here. I wish you guys still did the video component because Ian O'Shea just did the Arsenio Hall arm. We'll put just that part up on a loop. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's it's my, it's my thing. I've been working on some signature moves since you've been gone, Alexis. <laughs> I appreciate the effort, and the effort was worth it. Alexis, what is your cat's name? This is Olive. Hi, Olive. Oh. Olive, um, Olive, can you hear? <laughs> Olive, it's me, Ian. <laughs> Do the arm puppy. Yeah, yeah. She um, Olive. Olive, look. <laughs> Olive, look. She does like to uh, show off for the camera. She. She seems to know how to work a camera just innately. LA cats. She'll come in from out of frame and just like sit in the foreground and She's then like doing it now. Yeah. her head. Yeah. Yeah. She she did it earlier too, and I just started laughing. It was awesome looking. Yeah, and I can't hop on a on a video conference without her because she has somehow changed <laughs> the experience of like me being on Zoom meetings and then getting dinner. Yeah. Ah. When I finish the meeting, it's dinner. And that has happened only a handful of times. But for her, she's like, this is the rule now. It doesn't matter if it's 11 o'clock in the morning, 2 p.m., 11 at night. She's like, I get fed when you stop talking. So I put my ass in everyone's face and (laughs) be a part of the call. That will end the meeting. Yeah. (laughs) Who's training who? Right. Do you know what? That's the eternal question. I feel like, is this Ian O'Shea or is this like Nietzsche? Ooh. Well, I've been, along with my moves, I've been reading a lot. Yeah, you pump with one hand and you hold a book with the other. (laughs) That's the Arsenio Hall. They always crop the book out of his. Yeah, I know. That's why everybody thought he was a dummy. Yeah, he's not. He's very well read. (laughs) Distracting people up here. Yeah, he didn't want people to think he was a reader. Eddie Eddie Murphy wouldn't allow it. All right, Alexis, you have a story for us. I want to see if we can keep Alexis from ever telling a story. And I think we're close. I think you know we're we close. Could. It's like they don't know how this works, Alexis. <laughs> <laughs> These dummies. Dummies. I had the strongest urge to tell this one. And I was like, I hope they're, they can handle it. But I would love to tell the story of the time I got tricked into going to rehab. I love it. Yeah, I, I love that. it. I saw, this, I saw this movie with Zach Galifianakis. <laughs> Wait, wait, you saw it and he was in it or you and he went and saw this movie? No, I was just watching a movie and Zach Valfinakis was taken out of the theater. He was tricked into going to rehab. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, While you were, yeah. yeah, got it. Yeah, well, hopefully mine beats his. I mean, I'm not Zach Galifianakis, but 
I was not removed from a movie theater. <laughs> you know, but I got, also like I wasn't really going anywhere. <laughs> you know, I wasn't really leaving my apartment. So that's how drunk I was all the time. Just like for people who don't, who aren't clear on rehab and maybe some like, like some of the nice Nancy's who listen to your podcast, maybe like, oh, like, like orthopedic surgery rehab. Like, <laughs> did you have a bad knee? Yeah. <laughs> that's not what you mean? Achilles tendon. Your knee was scoped. Scoped. <laughs> But no, I'm talking about the, the drugs and alcohol, the kind like Malibu, Palisades or whatever, the Betty Ford Center. You know, I didn't go to anything that fancy, but. I thought you, I thought you were going to start listing drinks like Malibu yeah. Beach Rum. Malibu Bay Breeze. The... I was partial to cherry bombs. I liked uh, mainlining sugar. Alexis is sober, but she still has like deals with various like rum yeah. like she's still you know i'm still a front man you know yeah. alexis is is sober but she's still funny well yeah that's for the people that are deciding but thank you but <laughs> no i it's the new jack city philosophy where like you don't try your own supply you know yes up, like i think it was chris rock yeah yeah yep. well i've seen new jack city but it's, it's one of my favorite movies it is a great film i, I it's love that I, movie i want to revisit yeah it is interesting ian though that as you started listing those things, I was like, wait a minute. A lot of rehabs do sound like the names of drinks. <laughs> Enticing. Seems like poor planning. From like age 17 to 24, I just like drank a lot. And that age frame, that time frame of like age range, I think a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, that's normal like yeah. for people to just party. And so I got away with it for a while. But like, you know, I was really sad and on the inside, probably on the outside, too. But I don't know. I lacked self-awareness at the time. Alexis, were, were you living in Philly at the time? Uh, yeah. So some of those years were in college, which was right outside of Philly. So the suburbs. Okay. And I moved into Philly. And I had actually met some of you. I mean, some of, I, many of you remember me from my drinking days. Mm -hmm. And you probably remember me better than I remember me. And you peeled me off of the bar floor, you know, I'm sure at various times. I would never have touched O'Shea's floors. <laughs> No. Yeah. <laughs> Once you hit O'Shea's floor, he leaves you alone. I would have stepped over you and told Chris there was something in the bathroom. <laughs> it's a wise policy, and that's why you're a trusted friend and confidant and podcast. <laughs> so what's father, priest? Are you a priest? No, I think anymore. I'm not anymore. anymore. <laughs> okay. I was tricked out of it. Okay. <laughs> that didn't speak. No, a lot of people go in just because they like the shirt and collar and then they find out <laughs> the rest of it. Yeah. The sharp look. Yeah. It's such an easy choice, outfit choice. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to think. Mm -hmm. You know, it's no what tie goes with this shirt. Does this pattern match? Dating seems a bit weird, but. They're apps, Jesse. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. Oh, those, those kids keep piling in. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, it was um, partly like, oh, she's in her early 20s. Eh, maybe it's not normal, but like certainly, you know, I could certainly remain in denial, you know, yeah. and did for a lot of time. But I eventually hit a point where I was like, I was like, well, it's kind of expensive to go out to bars and drink the way I drink and like kind of dangerous because I've certainly wound up places that I didn't expect. Yeah. One of which included, like, I went to a party and I wanted to walk home at, like, five in the morning. And the people at the party tried to stop me. And I was like, I'm fine. And I took an empty bottle, like, an empty liquor bottle. And I just, like, broke it. Wow. So that I would have, like, a stabbing. Like, you're in a movie. 
like a Western. Yes, but like not cool or with any higher purpose to save the town, you know, from the guy with the mustache. Depends on what you were wearing. Could have been cool. Uh, I think at this party, it was a costume party and I had a bag of I am's dog food. Like <laughs> I wore it like a trash bag. I don't know. I don't know what the costume was supposed to be, but I definitely took a bag of Iams dog food. I would be willing to say you were wearing that, and it was not a costume party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly, Kevin, fair, fair point. God knows. God knows. You're probably correct, sir. Um, but yeah, my idea was like, I'll be safe if I just have this broken bottle to yeah. fend off any danger like not even including like sure maybe someone who might try to mug me might be like she's crazier than i am but you know (laughs) guns i think guns win you know don't bring a broken bottle to a gunfight i think it's the same and the um like crossing the 76 like do you guys say the 76 because in california here you guys are all like what the 76 it's the schuylkill or 76 yeah yeah i haven't been in philadelphia in a long time (laughs) So, I don't think we put the in front of any of our highways. No, unless it's got the name, like Ian said, for the Schuylkill. Yeah. The Blue Route. Yeah. The Expressway. Not the 476, the 95. The Turnpike. But in LA, it's all the, the 10, the 5, the 405, the 101. Yeah, that's how it is out here. And so what I'm what I'm really demonstrating to you guys is that change is possible. Oh. Oh. It's just- <laughs> I think that's going to be the theme. Now I see it. Now I see it. Keep coming back, guys. Keep coming back. (laughs) So I, like, eventually these dangers of, like, trying to cross major highways, you know, in the middle of the night. More than once trying to cross the highway. That's, that's, I mean, that's where home was, I guess, huh? Well, yeah, the party was in, um, like, art museum, and I lived in West Philly. Oh, man. (laughs) That's a long, dangerous walk. That is just... (laughs) <laughs> just yeah. yeah if you're listening to this and are not familiar with these neighborhoods i just, just i recommend you pause and google a map listen all you need to do is watch rocky and then the fresh <laughs> prince of bel-air and you the first season first episode and then you got it the opening really just the the, opening. really just the just the theme song to the opening first. credits you're right yeah well if you don't know the theme song by now i mean i feel like Every generation needs to know that, like, when you're when you're at a wedding and shout comes on, you have to like yeah. go down low when yeah. it gets a little bit softer. And if someone says in West Philadelphia, like, you just continue with born and raised on the yeah. playgrounds, right? Anyway, so if you can't pass those pop culture tests, like, <laughs> we're done with you. We're done. Yeah, we're done. You those should be on the American Citizen. I'm gonna I'm gonna trick you into rehab if you, if you don't know this. <laughs> <laughs> well, they might need it because honestly, it's the best. I mean. No spoilers, but it's the best thing that ever happened to me. Alexis, what were you doing for work at this point? So you were out of college. I was. So I was actually at Penn, at UPenn. Oh, she had a job, this job. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, you remember the, you remember the I job? Remember the, oh, yeah. I remember the job. Testing oh rats, right? Yeah, I worked, I worked in a lab, and we it was a science lab, and we were studying drug addiction. Ah. <laughs> uh weird and specifically we were looking we were using an animal model to look at what was happening in the brain during drug use and what that amounted to was i got rats high on cocaine (laughs) (laughs) like for real legitimate like you know and it's really funny because if you have if you have a special one for me one for you (laughs) yeah well how do you cut that tiny little line for a rat (laughs) how do they have a hundred dollar bill to roll up (laughs) they don't have credit cards hundred dollar bill wow fancy how did you fit in those mazes 
How did you, how did you get in those mazes? I, I'm not at liberty to discuss the shrink technology. Oh, yeah. It's proprietary. That's proprietary. Yeah, proprietary. Um, you're drug testing rats. And so, but you, I mean, you're functioning. I mean, you were holding down a job and, and showing up and all that, but just binge drinking and just gotten a little out of control. I'm glad you brought that up. Like it was, I was like functioning in a, in a way in that I had finagled myself into this job where the thing about this lab is the head of the lab did not really care when anybody was in the lab, yeah. as long as the work got done in time for any deadlines that came up. And there was just like a new pile of cocaine every week on the table. And you just... <laughs> yeah, they just struck it in and then we all just, you know, scoop it up and uh-huh. the sled dogs to take us through it. Uh, no, we had a we had a giant jar, 72 grams. I still remember 72 grams in a, in a safe. And you had to, when you, what, what we would do is we'd make up a, a liquid solution. We'd like mix cocaine and saline and you had to like weigh it out on a balance and log how much you were taking. Wow. Yeah. Because you have a special license from, from the DEA to like use this. Mm-hmm. And so that license gives them the right to come at any time and be like, DEA, show us your logs. And they never did. Yeah. We were such a small, pitiful little lab that I think. Well, maybe they never showed up because they were embarrassed of their voice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, DEA. You think we talk weird? You think our voice, you try to say something about our voice? I'll break a bottle. Why is everybody laughing at me? I said I'm from the DEA. This is bullshit, man. Nobody takes me seriously. I'm never coming back here. You guys suck. I'm just proud of Lenny from Of Mice of Men for finally getting employment. Yeah. You know? Good for Did him. I get that right? What are their names? Lenny and... Yeah. Lenny and... and Squiggy. Yeah. From Of Mice of Men. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. So, you know, I regularly would show up at like... I could, I could roll in at 11 or like yeah. noon and it didn't... I was hungover a lot. Like, so it was perfect. Yeah, and like I said, my hands would be shaking when I was trying to do certain things, and I'd be like, "I get this is fine." <laughs> you know? If people saw that, they'd be like, "She's just a little afraid of rats. It's cool. Yeah. Everyone's got their thing." She feels terrible that she's getting them hooked on cocaine. <laughs> this is so sweet. Yeah, she is high as a kite on cocaine. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It helps her with her empathy. I don't know. Do people like feel able to say like, um? You sure are shaking a lot when you try right. to do your work. No, yeah. No, no way. No, so I think probably some people were like, that's weird, but they just sure. like to say anything or whatever. And I think it's my responsibility to like get my shit together. So, you know, it's not necessarily on them. Sure. And there were definitely other people who worked in the build, like on the same floor, you know, that we were, we were like friendly with the lab next door. There was like definitely one other girl who probably had the same problems I did because she absolutely had a pain pill prescription that was bullshit and i like went drinking with her one night and like passed out on her bathroom floor and like woke up in her apartment and was like where am i oh i got a terrible hangover and she's like here have some oxycontin and i was like great yeah, <laughs> yeah you don't need oxycontin for a hangover and i specifically remember like being on her couch watching the news like high on oxycontin being like um i feel pain but i don't care and yeah. then i called the congressman in like ohio to complain because yeah. that was on the news and i was like hey buddy what are you trying to do and they were like what's your zip code and i was like i just think what you're doing is terrible what was he doing 
I don't even remember. I'm sure it was some like anti-abortion or like kicking immigrants while they're down or some some something that I thought was getting all riled up about. I feel there's a possibility that Alexis was the lab rat in that woman's scenario. In, in her, you know, she's plying her with that. Okay, calling a congressman in Ohio. Well, that's new. <laughs> Malkovich, 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 Malkovich. So, like, I used to walk to work because I lived at like 48th and basically 48th in Baltimore. And you could never find your car? Um, no, I, I left it under the snow for a week one wow. winter. And then I was like, oh, time to drive. And then turns out you shouldn't do that <laughs> to a car. And it died. And I was like, I don't have any money. Yep. I didn't have any money, even though I had a job, because I was spending all my money on booze, So, right. which I couldn't figure out. I was like, why am I poor? It's because mm-hmm. I was drinking all my money. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, instead of getting it fixed, which is like what a responsible person would do, I <laughs> donated it to the Purple Heart. And I was like, well, guess I don't have a car now. And then in, in Philadelphia, it's a pretty... Decent yeah. transit, pretty walkable. And my work was at like 40th Street. So yeah. it was a nice little walk and I could take the trolley on the days it was raining or something. Mm-hmm. So I was, I had this routine where I would walk to work and I would stop at this coffee shop right on the corner of like 40th. And then I would turn left to go to my building. So one day, it's May 8th, 2006. <laughs> the date is very memorable because mm-hmm. um, that's what we do. Uh, a lot so people we we remember the day wow and so I had been up until like five in the morning like drinking alone in my apartment like pounding like I would get like two six packs of uh the Pabst Blue Ribbon Tallboys <laughs> and drink at least 10. Mm-hmm. Wow Alexis did you have a roommate? No no I live with like animals I had like three birds and, like a rabbit yeah. and like cockroaches it was just, like they don't judge no one to notice no one to notice this. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I lived alone. Like yeah. I, when I say functional, I had sort of like arranged my life. So like, yeah, yeah. No one cared if I came in at 11 and like stayed till eight. Like I was just like by myself in a lab with rats and I'd be like, you're my friends. And like the cockroaches, I, I like had names for them. I mean, it was like crazy. Sure. Did you date cockroaches or just <laughs> frowned upon uh... Jess? Very frowned upon. <laughs> like, was I dating people? No, I like, Dating, I couldn't figure out because I had a whole pathology too, where I was like, anyone that likes me is terrible, and anyone I like is too good for me. And I ended up in a lot of beds, but like that wasn't dating. Yeah. Like I had this one terrible boyfriend that I met at Petco. Everyone at work who worked at the Petco I worked at was an alcoholic or a drug addict or a thief or a combination. And I'm not kidding about that. Yeah. You know, if I ever come back, I'll tell you tales of Petco. That's a whole other thing. So this other guy who was like definitely an alcoholic also, he started working there and I was like, oh, he's like way too, like he's too good looking for me. And like, what, you know, we ended up sleeping together. And then we like dated, but if that was mostly us, like I'd hang out with him and drink with his friends and he would ignore me while he played with his dog. And like, then we would have sex. Mm-hmm. It's like, that was, I was like, this is a relationship. I'm yeah, gonna make right. So healthy. What you think is normal. No. What you settle for when you don't think you deserve anything <laughs> yeah. good. right it's awful yeah he told me i would be a terrible mother and i was like yeah we're gonna get i love him we're gonna get married (laughs) Um, it's funny now but you know if anyone listening to this is being told things like that get out oh yeah get out now yeah so this 
you know, this one day I woke up and it was like noon. And for whatever reason, I just felt so like embarrassed, even though I was usually that late to work. I was just like, felt so much worse than usual. This was May 8th, 2006. Was May 2006 and I started like crying and I just cried the entire walk to work. I went into the coffee shop and like, I was like, a coffee, please. And she was like, here you go. And I was like, Whoa. Oh, God. <laughs> poor barista. Oh, and then man. instead of turning left to go to my building, I turned right and I went straight to Penn Emergency Psychiatry. And I was like, I'm having a breakdown. Please help me. And they were like, okay, come, here's your intake. And I like will never forget these doctors. They like interviewed me. I mean, they could smell the alcohol like coming yeah. out of the skin, you know. Yeah. And I was like clearly out of it. And they were like gently trying to lead me towards like, I think it's alcohol that's your problem. And I was just kind of like, oh yeah, okay. And they were like, okay, we think that what we're gonna do is we're gonna make you an appointment with this outpatient program where tomorrow you're gonna go meet with a counselor with a group, and there's this outpatient rehab where you you know, you don't have to go into a facility. You just like have these regular meetings or whatever. Right. Like, okay, sounds good. And they were like, Alexis, if we make that appointment for tomorrow, are you going to show up? And I like didn't answer. I don't even remember what I said. I don't remember. Nobody ever says yes to that. I don't remember. Like somehow they like, they, they directly asked me and I either, I think I just like avoided or just didn't say anything. Or like, that, that's a great scene where it is direct question to you. And you're, just, you're the only person in the room. And is that, is that a, is that a ficus, a ficus plant? You got a ficus plant there. Where do you guys get your pants? <laughs> what kind of fertilizer are you using? Somebody smells delicious, by the way. I don't, they these two doctors they like looked at each other like a tv show they looked at each other and then they turned back to me and one of them was like we will be right back they disappeared for 15 minutes and i was like what's happening i don't know they came back with like a clipboard and some forms and they were like sign here and sign there and go ahead sign and i was just like i'm a teenager then they pointed and they were like okay go ahead out that door and get on that van and I did like these two men just told me to get on a van and I got on the van oh. and the van drove me out to Malvern, which is the home of Malvern rehab. Oh. <laughs> they shipped me off to in-person rehab for two weeks. And you had signed, you had signed yourself into yeah. it on the forms. Not I had knowing. no idea what was happening. I had no clothes. I had no underwear. I like realized where I was, you know, they like, I get there they like take my blood pressure and they're like, here's an anti-seizure med. So you don't have a seizure. Um, from okay. Alcohol. Thanks. Exactly. Does anyone know where those guys got their pants? <laughs> <laughs> they, were really, they were really nice. You know, flattering, pleated, but not dorky. <laughs> <laughs> was there any, like with the guy in the van, was he just like, the, the van's just waiting there for, to like, I mean, maybe that's partly what took so long is they had to like get the van guy. Uh-huh. Um, I do remember the van guy was very nice and we had a conversation and I, I didn't know where I was going. So I don't remember what we talked about, but at the very end, he was like, Oh, do you know Jesus Christ? And I was like, uh, uh. that's how he gets everybody out of the van. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you didn't try to open the door and it's locked. He was asking if you know Jesus Christ because he's like, he owes me 25 bucks and I've just, I've been yeah. looking for him. 
I haven't seen him in a little bit, but I know <laughs> yeah. he's around. Get you, get you into the van with the, hey, how you doing? You look great. Come on in. I got some crackers. And then get you out with the Jesus stuff. <laughs> so it was two weeks? Yeah, it was two weeks. And they like... I mean, did you realize when you were driving, like, I mean, did he tell you or were you just like quiet and just you kind of had a notion that you were obviously going somewhere? I mean, that's a that's a bit of a drive, too. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it, it was the weirdest combination of like not knowing what was happening and also knowing I was like exactly like in the right yeah. place and being taken care of. I don't remember understanding where I was going. Higher power. <laughs> 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 yeah is that a bible in your other hand uh, <laughs> yes um yeah i i just like don't know that it clicked because i also remember like checking in and kind of being like okay well like i'm supposed to do an improv show like, <laughs> i gotta call yeah. janatico <laughs> yeah like uh being like can i go i'm gonna go to that right and they were like <laughs> <laughs> like they just were like you don't have any idea i mean it sounds too like you obviously you had hit a bit of a bottom and just were like surrendered to like just yeah. somebody else needs to take over here and, oh, and sure. show me what to do and where to go and i'll just i'll just give it give that a shot because whatever this is is not working yeah 100 percent. that's exactly exactly right and, and like you know they put a clipboard and they just pointed and I signed and like now, you know, I read things before I sign them. And I'm like, what is this? Fool me once. Yeah. <laughs> I, I am not going back to rehab. You made that decision when you turned yeah. right that morning instead of turning left. Like you, you, yeah. you were yeah. in charge this yeah. whole time, even though it felt like somebody else was, but you, you knew you weren't going back to work. Something was different. Something was definitely different when I woke up that day. And it was like the, I don't know why, like the first feeling of it was like this terror, like I had overslept. Yeah. It wasn't really any, I wasn't that much later than I usually was. It was like, I was, it was like noon or 1230. And that was like, yeah, sure. That was a little later, but. Well, we all know too, that, that, that gnawing thing that is, you know, just like gnawing at the the wires in your brain, and you you just like, and for what that morning, it just had gotten through, you know. And you're like, I'm going left instead of right, and you know, something something else, something else has to happen. Yeah, it was unsustainable the way I was living, and I'm like, again, even though I had sort of, I had some income, and like I had a place to live, and sure, and you're young, and yeah, I mean, you know, you don't, you don't. From the outside, there was like enough veneer to be like, yeah, I guess she's fine, but it was like I was falling apart. I knew you, Lexus, then, and yep, I and I did. was surprised at this. I never picked any of it i remember driving you home a couple times from uh rehearsal and because it was yeah. kind of the way i was going and yeah i was surprised i never saw any of that i, I mean i think i like kind of hit it well i, I do know that, like you know there was a time when i missed a show or like I, I either missed a show or was late for call or both but it was like i remember somebody calling me and being like hi it's call time where are you and i was like oh i fell asleep but i had been drinking all day and passed yeah. out like yeah I, sure just that kind of stuff. Like, sure, anyone could screw up and miss a show, but there was just like yeah. so many. I was like juggling plates furiously to look normal, and it was like yeah. not. What a burden! Yeah, and you're so yeah. and you're so young. 
Yeah, but I'm lucky. I mean, I'm really lucky that I got tricked as young as I did because yeah. it'll be 15 years this Saturday. And it's yeah. like, oh, man, cool. I got I got one kid and another on the way, a husband. Oh, who's there. That's awesome. Hey, nice. Congrats. Listen, Alexis, I've only ever known you sober and you're one of the funniest people I've ever seen on stage. So I know there's that stupid feeling of I can't be funny without this crutch, but uh, I didn't know you when you had that crutch, but I knew you as a very funny person the Thank entire you. time I've ever known you. Absolutely. Well, I was scared I wouldn't be funny or that I'd become a person I didn't like or boring, but that, yeah. I, I was a better performer sober. I was funnier. I think your comedy is deeper and it's more human now, yeah. which is which appeals to me more. Yeah. I mean, not that, not that it, you weren't funny before, you were really funny before, but it just seems like it's more thoughtful. You know, there's there's more to it now, so... Plus, um, all your um, clothes match better now. <laughs> Alexis, thank you so much. Anything to plug? Just a mute piggy on Twitter and Insta. You know, that's all I got right now. A mute piggy. Thank you so much, Alexis. Lovely to see you. You too. I love you guys. Hey, this is Kevin Reagan from the Punch Up Podcast. If you or someone you know is struggling with drug or alcohol addiction, you can call the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration at 1-800-662-4357. That's 1-800-662-HELP.